This is Three Beers In, Middle-Aged Dads Rambling About What Middle-Aged Dads Ramble About with Big John, The Voice, Double B, The Pope, Calendar Mike, and Huck. And now, here they are, Three Beers In. All right, we're live. Gentlemen, welcome. Hey, here we are, three beers in. We're back. How long has it been? January uh, 1st was the last one. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah. We celebrated New Year's Day. Mm. By that was at the cow pad. It yeah. was. Yep. It was. Nice. We had car damage that day. We did. <laughs> That's right. Un, un, and to this day, unrepaired car oh, damage. Really? Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, man. I must remember I left for early. Yeah. Oh. Who got car damage? Me. Somebody hit you? Yeah. Stone kid across the street. <laughs> and that would chap your ass when a kid stone... Yeah. When your neighbor's stone backs up into your car, <laughs> yeah. I would chop my you ass. You guys remember what kind of car he was driving? That's a giant, uh, like, Hummer. Like a Hummer. Yeah. 2007 Hummer. No shit. Backed up to me with a spare tire. Wow. Where did right. that hit? The, like the top of your uh, left, tailgate? Left <laughs> rear quarter. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, right by the taillight and the sensors. But right. no da- just paint damage. It doesn't have to be replaced. It has to be painted, but it's a $1,000 paint job. Great way to start the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and if I'm going to go to the My lovely wife yeah. just did one of those the other day. Yeah. It looks like it could be rubbed out, but it's like, it can't be rubbed out. Yeah. It's down to the paint. Yeah. Your wife was the hitter, not being hit. She was the hitter. Oh. <clears throat> and you. And, and the damage to that, the other car was worse than ours. Ours, ours can basically be buffed out minus a couple little chips. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, well, here took, we her, are. took her a few days to tell me about that one. There you oh, go. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are. Well, we're back uttering <laughs> nonsense and wisdom. Exactly. <laughs> for, the next, for the next hour or so. So, you know, at the end of this recording, I promise our listeners you're going to be a little smarter than you were at the beginning. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's, so, not a, it's not a steep curve, though. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever information we give you, use to your advantage. <laughs> All right. Go around the horn. Pope, you've been on a trip. How was it? Oh, it was good, good to see you. It was relaxing. I need another one after a week back. I'm ready for another PTO. Back in the Caribbean? I'm ready. Yeah, I was in the Caribbean, sunning, got a little sun. So you went for a week and you packed one suitcase carry-on, correct? Uh, no, no. I checked because I knew my wife was going to check, so I figured, why scram it well, all in there? I'll just check it. Let in. me back up. You could have packed one yeah, bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and the reason I ask is when it gets to me, I'll, I'm going to share a story. So, yeah, JK, how you doing? <laughs> uh, doing all right. I, too, have been traveling <clears throat> like a madman. I, I think I... But not for fun. No. Not for fun. I've traveled literally every week this year. By airplane, American Airlines and I are best friends, uh, except for oh. two. So I've been uh, I've been gone quite a bit. With but, all that uh, air travel, you got to have some great stories. I do. I've got a little few chaps my ass stories that are built oh, in now. Which we'll, we'll, get to. we'll get to. I'm thinking of like disruptive customers on the plane that have to be restrained. restrained. I haven't seen the restrained ones yet. That fortunately have not been on my flights. But uh, how about any turbulence that had you like cleaned your seat? Yeah, and actually coming back from Atlanta recently, and uh, and it, we actually got, you know, which is a short flight, right? 45-minute yeah. flight. And we're 25 minutes from Charlotte, and he goes, yeah, the, the, uh, tar- the, the tarmac shut down, and so we need to circle, you know. And uh, we did a little beeline from Chattanooga, Asheville, five times, five loops, 
Wow. Before they landed us. And I hate turbulence. I hate, oh, I hate that. I, yeah. I get sick like that. You know, oh, I got yeah. that inner ear thing, man. Oh, yeah. You got oh, me grabbing the, the armrest when we start bouncing. Oh, me too. Yeah. Well, I don't it's like brutal. it because I can't read while it's going on. Well, and then I had a chatty guy next to me, so he was talking to me. I'm like, finally, I said, dude, you just got to let me breathe my way through this one. <laughs> I said, hey, or, or you're going to be changing your khakis. <laughs> 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 Double B, good to see you. Good, Outside man. of the New Year's Day car damage. All good, man. Same trailer, different park. It's all good. And always to my left, Callum and Mike. How are you, my I'm, man? I'm here, present and accounted for. I do have one more question, though, for John's travels. Have you ever been prevented from landing because Air Force One took up the airport? Uh, no. No, you, you and the president haven't crossed paths no. in all your airplane travels. No. You have? I have not, but I know that's yeah, what her, happens. Her they shut too. down like our... An airport when yeah, Air Force One's sitting there. In. Yeah. Nope. Never had that one. Okay. Give it time. <laughs> Huck, and, what uh, about you? I'm, I'm bringing up the rear here. <laughs> the Huck's are, but I asked the Pope about his travel because when you were in the Caribbean floating yeah. around in the sunshine, oh, yeah. I was in the Great White North, Canada, eh? Oh, that's hey. right. You went the opposite way. Freezing my Royal Rasta Nannies oh, off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you, when you pack, I didn't realize this. You know, I kind of figured it out, but when you pack for a winter vacation, oh, yeah. you run like, out of room fast, right? <laughs> I mean, just my boots and gloves were in a check bag. <laughs> it was so. I mean, we got to Montreal, and it was the 18 below the temperature. That's the coldest I've ever been in my life, and yeah. worse than that on windchill, I bet. Well, that was the temperature, right? Yeah. So we 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 spend the night, and then we're taking the train from Montreal to Quebec City the next morning. So we go out. To dinner, my wife and I, we literally walk two blocks, maybe three. And we get about halfway there, and I look at her. I said, I'm freezing. We, we, we got to make a decision whether to keep going or, or, or turn back because it's that cold. So we, 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 we carried on, and we, uh, we, we ducked into a bar, had a couple drinks, and then the restaurant across, literally across the alley, the street, and we were in Old Town Montreal, had dinner. Walking back, about halfway back, I'm like, I, I, we, we got to start running because it is so flipping cold, right? <laughs> so <laughs> makes the pores in your face hurt. So, oh yeah. Well, so, John's from Minnesota, no. negative eighteen. You right. call that spring, right? That's yeah, right. That's April. So, so the next morning, we're taking the train from Montreal <clears throat> to Quebec. We call a cab in the morning. Now, our hotel to the train station in Montreal is like four or five blocks, and I'm like, I right, maybe we can walk. Until I found out the temperature that morning was minus 25. Nice. <laughs> the temperature. So it's, that, it's getting colder. So we call a cab, and the poor cab driver, we literally go like two, two blocks, make a left, two blocks, make a right, and we're here. I'm like, yeah, it's our cab our cab fare was like six bucks. Right? <laughs> he looks at me like, really? You couldn't walk? I'm like, dude, have you seen the temperature? It's cold as shit outside, right? <laughs> so, but we, so we get on the train, and... There's, it's like a three-hour train ride and probably four or five stops along the way, right? So the first stop out of Montreal, we're maybe a couple of miles outside of Montreal. I mean, you can still see the skyline and whatnot, right? So we stop, and the train doesn't continue. People get on. I'm like, uh-oh. So they're speaking French. It's, we're in French. You know, we're in uh, Quebec, I guess, yeah. the province of Quebec. And I don't understand French at all. So we're there like an hour. Je ne sais pas. Yeah, right? I don't know whatever that means, but yeah, right? So... So the guy, so the guy comes on and he's like, "Yeah, the brakes are frozen. <laughs> the train brakes are frozen. We got a mechanic coming from Montreal, and he's he's literally underneath the train fixing it." And I'm thinking to myself, 
this poor bastard didn't sign up for this today, right? Uh, <laughs> He's <laughs> under the train, and the wind chill had to be had to be minus thirties, yeah. had to be. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, this has got to be the worst job ever, man. So, <laughs> so he fixes it, right? So we 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 you know we end up taking off, and and the and the the guy comes on the microphone or whatever, and says, oh by the way, um, if you smell quote if you smell something burning, don't worry, it's just the brake pads. We've been told. It's not really dangerous, but it's uh, it's it, it's acceptable. It's disconcerting. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, okay, when we stop next, like we're going fine. Mm. Like if we stop, like we're not going to stop. <laughs> There's no brake patch until we finally made it. it. Was fine, but we get to Quebec and it's Saturday afternoon now, and it's again 25 below. But we wake up the next morning, I guess Sunday morning, and the temperature was like 15 degrees. And I felt like I was in the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, literally a 35, 40 degree temperature swing. And it was. You I know knew it was cold up there because Hoda, oh, yeah. Hoda and Jenna were there it was before, man. It was crazy cold. I, I mean, we were walking, my wife and I were walking outside, and I'm, every breath was like. I feel like I'm, I'm snorting razor blades through my you don't nose. Want to breathe, you don't want to breathe through your nose. It hurts. Well, that would have been good information to know two weeks ago. <laughs> it hurts. So, yeah, it was crazy. But I'm thinking, this poor train mechanic. Like, you know, he, like well, you guys, I mean, you've, you've had jobs. Like, have you ever, like, the worst job ever you've had, Pope, ever? I don't know about worst jobs. I had a lot of fun jobs. I don't know about worst jobs. All jobs are bad. That's yeah, why they, they pay worst you. Job, worst job. If it was good, they'd get volunteers to do it. Worst job is like working for corporate America. That's worst job, right? <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Might be business school yeah. nowadays. I mean, it's got to be a breeze, right? I mean, business school now is make a buck more than you made yesterday under no circumstances or any any restraints. Yeah. Back back when I was a freaking guy, right? We had to actually think about employees and community and yeah, your <laughs> reputation stuff like that. You know, I, I remember we did a project and we we all did the make a buck more. And we got a D on the project. Now today, I think you get a tri- you get a double uh, an A double plus, man. And you get, graduate with honors. But, JK, you were having oh, my, my jobs are fun, man. Yeah, fun job. Well, I will I, point out though, if, on a follow up to him, today is National Employee Appreciation Day. Well, well oh, it, is. it is. We're going to get to your second. Okay. I, I forgot about it. Right. Just a little, uh, just my, a little my boss actually sent me an email. Yeah, I said, I've, I've only been working for it for a month. That's probably why I got the email. <laughs> Wow! Before I get get the worst job, you you made me think of you know the the six dollar cab ride, the shortest cab ride ever. So I was in Austin, Texas, with my buddy for a conference one time, and we had had a little little too much to drink, and we're sitting in the lobby of the hotel, and uh, a couple guys that we know are in there, and they're eating some burgers. You know, it's like midnight, and they're chowing down these. And my buddy's like, "Where'd you get those?" And he goes, "Well, it's it's right across the the street here. There's a burger place right there." So my buddy goes out, and there's a cab sitting there, and he goes, he gets in the cab, and he goes, where do you want to go? He goes, I, I want to go get a burger. He goes, sir, it's across the parking lot. He said, I got 20 bucks if you'll go through the drive-thru. <laughs> the do guy it? went, doo, 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 right around there, around the circle. Wow. It was an expensive <laughs> burger, but he was in no condition to walk 30 feet. <laughs> That's the shortest ride. I mean, the cab driver's $20 richer and started right back where he was for 10 minutes ago. Didn't even turn a meter on. Somebody, a guy on sports radio said, there's no greater pleasure in life than going out to eat on an expense account. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That is very true. Very true. Double B, I know you've, I mean, you're like me. I've worked since I was 14, 15 years old. Oh, I've had a bad job. 
Listen, when I was in true story, when I was in, in, in business school, they we had 60 people in a section. Right. And, and one day in operations class, the you know professor went around and said, hey, I want to hear about, you know, some bad jobs that you all have had. By this time, I'd already had this job. And uh, so we ran around and I don't know, four or five of us raised our hand. And at the end, he was like, you win. <laughs> OK, so, so my worst and it wasn't a dirty job. It was just, just a just an incredibly mind boggling um, dull job. And that was when I was um, when I was in college, my summer job was working at a bank. OK, First American Bank of Maryland. And I was basically a teller. Right. And I travel around when people are on vacation or back then the banks were open. The drive throughs were open to like 730 at night. Yeah. Right. Their bank was open 730 to 730. You could you could do your banking. And this what is before that. I didn't I didn't bank at that one. Oh, it yeah. is Friday. I heard that. Dude, yeah. Well, this is before <laughs> this is before ATMs and all that stuff were really big. In fact, we were trying to push them out, you know, to the public. But anyway, so I had this job. And then one one su summer, I think it was, you know, I don't know, summer of between junior and senior year, whatever it was. They said, hey, listen, he said, uh, um, we got a proposition for you. He said we 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 lost um, an employee a guy quit down at the uh, the coin vault. OK, at headquarters, <laughs> which was about 40 miles from my house, I said, uh, we need somebody to fill in for a couple of weeks and thought that that's something you could do. And we're going to pay you mileage and, you know, you're going to get paid expenses, you know, lunch and stuff like that. I thought, this is great, man. I'm going to make it like three fifty an hour or whatever it is. And now I'm going to get mileage at like, you know, 10 cents a mile. Plus, you're going to pay for my three dollar lunch. I mean, I'm making out. Right. <laughs> So I show up for this, this, this gig in the coin vault and there's another guy there who's, you know, had been working there the whole time. So he knew what was going on. But basically when you work in the coin vault, we, we went down an elevator, like three levels below ground. Okay. Into a room that was a vault. Okay. Now the nice news about that was it was temperature controlled, right? So you're, you're cool all day because you're, you're below ground, no windows, nothing like that. The world could have ended and you wouldn't have known. You it. would have no idea. <laughs> You'd be down there counting coins and the yeah. world's done. So there was no counting to be done. So the, oh. as it turns out, the way this is, works is you spent your day pouring bags of coins into these machines that spun around, okay, counted the coins, put them into tubes, and then spit them out. <laughs> And you sat, I sat on a small again. stool, like a milking stool, okay, with my hands between my legs, catching tubes of coins as they were spit out of these machines, putting them in boxes quickly, taping the boxes up, all right, stacking them, and then once a day... You went upstairs, you went out into daylight and loaded the, coin, loaded the coins onto a Wells Fargo truck or a, a Brinks yeah. truck to be taken off and then back in the hole. Well, okay. I mean, the, you know, the good news is you could have worked at a sausage factory. Go, I got experience. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Literally. And, and the machines, they were pretty set. So there's these big blades. They, they break down all the time. So you're constantly going, you know, you, we never we never had to actually physically count coins. But sitting there for eight hours a day in a in a not a dark room, but a no daylight with with another dude basically catching 
rolls of coins being spit out of machines, putting them in boxes and stacking them. Okay, did a, you ever like? I just I gotta ask, like, walk out of there, like, dude, we're going to the arcade tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reach in, reach in and grab some quarters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Wells Fargo would never know the difference. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. day of Pac-Man, that would have been yeah. a good idea. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It yes, was sir, brutal, your pants guys. are hanging a little low yeah. today on your hips. Yeah. <laughs> Where's those cargo pants with yeah. six pockets? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh shit! I got to catch the bus later. Let me get something. Yeah, it's like, hey, branch number twenty-three is short a box of nickels. Anybody seen a box of nickels around here? It was. It was incredible. It was just. It's. It just was. It just dulled the senses. I mean, yeah. for two weeks, it really did. But uh, box. Box. It explains a lot about yeah. you, though. Well, <laughs> that my senses this is are two so weeks dull. of your life. <laughs> right. You can't two get weeks back. and I'll never get back. Exactly. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was that was definitely the worst the worst job that I ever had. How did the coins get to the machine? So the the coins are bags. in bags, like big burlap sacks, right, or or bags of coin, and you would pour them in, and they would get you know again counted, and then you would the the the, the real the value add of the coin vault was. Branch number 23 needs $400 worth of nickels, right? Okay. So you were like getting your, and I forget how many nickels are in a box. Forgive me. It's been a while. <laughs> um, you would get the number of boxes. You would fill coin orders all day when you weren't catching them out of the machine and, and putting them in the box. Well, I, I mean, I would think that, that the arcade managers brought the coins to the bank. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. well, in their burlap bag. Yeah. Listen, heaven forbid, heaven forbid that you should be at a bank today in a teller line and somebody comes in with a commercial deposit oh. with coins in it. Right. I mean, honest to God, man, it's just like brutal. Like how long before we have no coins? Like, is that day in our future? I don't in our think lifetime? so. Not no. in our lifetime. I think cash will be here. It'll become less and less of a thing but I think it'll always be here, at least in our lifetime. Cash is I think king, I, baby. I Cash think I've king. heard, though, that it cost more to make a penny yeah. than, than, uh, than a penny. Yeah. Yeah. Than a penny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But you but, know what I'm saying, though, I mean, because yeah. you know, everything now is cards. We're moving away from a cash society but i kind of think it's not going to completely go away in our lifetime i still think cash is king man you roll into a restaurant oh yeah. what's oh, a bill you pull out yeah. your wad rubber band <laughs> lick your thumb start going what are you I'm, hey I, you got to the valet give it 20 hey take care of yourself I, got, you? I mean seriously i got some 20s that have been in my wallet for at least two months i mean yeah, seriously see, everything I mean, now with the chip card it's yeah. shut in the phone it's like dink dink are we done? You bing, and you get an instant receipt. Uh, I'll tell you where now. cash works. The Caribbean. You lay yeah, some I cash bet. out there, boy. Oh, American oh, yeah. money goes far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was a plus being in Canada. Yeah. I think it's like 75 cents to the American dollar. So it's... Wow. Yeah, it was strong. Really good. Wow. So the dollar was strong. Correct. U.S. Okay. dollar was very okay. strong. Okay, so yeah. you got a buck 25 Canadian for a dollar right. or a buck 50. Right. Yep, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mike, growing up in Buffalo, I mean, you had to have some good jobs, man. Or bad jobs. Snow plowing for five dollars a driveway. Come on. Well, I was my father's <laughs> official snow plow, so I, I, I shot. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. But that was unpaid. That probably was my first job. That was Shoveling unpaid snow. though. Yeah. Not paid for that. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. got paid. I didn't get paid. Didn't get well, not just my father's, of, but I mean, you, the neighbors. You'd rather shovel snow than roll coin. I can tell you that right now. No, I've done both. Now, what I, a job I had, and it wasn't bad, but I made a lot of mistakes that I still remember today, forty-six years later. <laughs> So the town I grew up in outside of Buffalo had a a thing called Rent-A-Kid. You had a job that a kid could do. You call this. Tell us you didn't have a white van. No, I was was in high school. I was in high school. But that was the name of it, Rent-A-Kid. 
you know, so you put your name in with the yeah. town and people call up and say, oh, I need my lawn cut. And they would match up somebody who lived nearby you and boom, you got a job. You got a job. So um, I did that. And my specialty was cutting grass. Oh, yeah, I did that. And I still remember two of the jobs. And not that I hated it. It's just I made mistakes and I still remember them. So the one, the lady had, and she hired me for the entire summer. She had an electric lawnmower with the cord, oh. the extension oh, cord. God. Yeah, that's a disaster. That's a not Every good single time I cut her lawn, I, uh, I ran over the cord and cut sure, it. Sure, of course. Every single, yeah. t- without fail. Yeah. I got good, though. I learned how to splice an extension cord together and duct tape it up. And well, you have no hair it. now. And, so kinda, and you're still yeah. able to have Hopefully kids later in life, so that's good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I still, this was like summer of 76, 77. And uh, so bicentennial I, summer. I yeah. still remember that. And the other one was, this was just a one-time job. A guy in the neighborhood was going on vacation, and he asked, um, you know, could I use my own lawnmower? My father's lawnmower, of course. So I go down there, and I'm... 15, 16, I don't even think about it. Well, I start cutting the grass with my father's lawnmower. Well, I get about four or five passes. I look back and realize my father's setting is a whole lot lower than what this guy cuts his grass. Oh, so I've now scalped his it'll, lawn. It'll grow like back. About a quarter of a, you know. So uh, It'll grow back. So again, it's jobs like that were awful. Yeah. <laughs> but I... I, I, I was in, I'd still remember those two jobs where I just made a complete mistake and... Wow. It stuck with me. Here it is, forty-six years later. And now, Calendar Mike lives in a condo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do not own a lawnmower anymore at all, or any power equipment. I suspect uh, I do have a uh, electric blower. I blow my patio off every go. now and then. Right. I've there gone battery go. on that now. I'm going. Yeah. I'm trying to go all battery with stuff. As best I just I pay somebody to do it. I got. I got a well, blower. I got a blower, but it's battery. I don't. Oh, mine's power. Mine's extension cord electric. Yeah. I don't like gasoline engines. No, the batteries are. A battery. No, the battery's lithium. good. Yeah. That's what you my get. kids hey. gave it to me for Christmas because they said my my gas power one sucked. So um, I opened it up. It I sucked. Thought, and I, it's supposed to blow. No, I mean <laughs> it sucked and blowing. Yeah. And uh, so uh, so I, I got that. This was one of those. And I plugged it. You know, I charged it up and I pulled that thing. My Thanks. God, that thing had a kick like a like a double barrel. This is good. Yeah. I yeah. That like, easy go or easy egos or something like those things yeah. are the best, man. Oh yeah. I'm thinking they've got rider mowers now too, man. They're Did all it? battery. Yeah. Best thing is is yeah. the electric chainsaws. Yeah, I got one of those yeah. too. You don't need gas wires yeah. anymore. The, no. the electric ones. Mine's perfect. all right. I need a bigger one though. I think I need a bigger chainsaw. Yeah, it's just because I mean, why not have a bigger one, right? Everything is better when it's bigger. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been saying that since I was sixteen. Yeah. I will tell you. You know, talking about jobs, yeah. I, I will tell you that I had the best job. Right. Let's. Well, other than parking cars, it. Can't, at well, Memorial well, Stadium, well, was that, that is it? it? There you go. Okay. Met, come on, <laughs> you, you met yeah. the Queen. I met, yeah, I met the yeah. Queen. Right, I met. I met. I made. I made. Uh, Meter Franco. He he hurt his leg and he pulled him up in a cab and he didn't have any ID. I made him walk on crutches all the way down to the players. Who body. was it? Who was it? Julio Franco. Who the hell's he? Right. I think he played for the Indians at the time. Oh, he's a baseball player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 famous from the eighties. Yeah, nineties, yeah. a little bit of nineties there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a great job. Now you go in there, and you talk about cash being king down there. Dude, I remember when the Yankees would come in town, people would drive all the way from New York, and I we had the, the season permit lot. So we had to, you know, had to make space for the folks. It's a little pass, and they would just do it, and you put them in there. But once we, those season permit, I mean, the season uh, ticket folks were in, we could fill it up with 
paying cut. Regular folk like us. Regular folk. But I'll tell you what, before then, <laughs> fill it up with Trentos and ship cash. The traffic yeah, would yeah. be backed up, but you know, everybody's like yelling. You know, you got, you got the cops standing there, and everybody's yelling, hey, I'll give you 20 if you let me park here. And I'm like, hey, keep going, buddy. Can't take it. The, the, the New Yorkers roll in in the big caddy, and they have their hand out, and he's in a New York tag. They just turn right in, slap a 20 right in your hand. You're like, come on, right on through, buddy. <laughs> right? I mean, it, it, we, and then we, we took beer, right? We had, we had guys that would show up, and we had a guy who came like once a week. He drove a pickup truck, and he had a little cap on the back, and he would leave the little thing loose. He'd buy us a quarter keg, and he, we, we, he'd park right in an easy access where he could just hit on the gas and walk go right on 36th Street. He'd say, just lock, just turn the thing and lock it when you guys are done drinking. We're sitting there pouring it into cups all the time. We're half blasted by the first inning. Yeah, we should do that, too. Like, my dad owned a crab house in Baltimore back in the early 90s when they, before they moved to Camden Yards. Yeah. And, and the ushers would go in there yeah, after, right. yeah. you know, after games. So we got to know him. And one of the guys, was a, he would park cars, and we'd say, we'd give him a couple of crab cakes. Who was it? You remember? His name? I don't know his name. Give him a couple of crab cakes. Yeah, same thing, like you, right? Yeah, come on, I just park it right park, there. Yeah, yeah. The park is people used to and we walk say, in, and we see the usher would like it, like right behind home plate, right? Yeah, right. Be, yeah. He goes, ah, sit up there in the third inning, come down and see me. Yeah, because they we, made they made all those guys have to park either far away or they yeah. had to pay. So we'd let ushers and the vendors in, and sometimes I go to the game, man, I could sit there, get free beer, free hot dogs. Oh, I mean, sit the, right behind the dugout, and, 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 and I, you know, the days of like. Greasing somebody to get yeah, a yeah. preferred table or preferred seat, or I don't know, that's a lost art. <laughs> it's when cash yeah. comes in, yeah, it does. If cash comes in, plus, man, we had the players, lots of all the players, every one of them, all of them, big you and know, little. Speaking of professional baseball, <clears throat> you reminded me, my buddy got a uh, somehow when he was like 13 or something, got uh, through somebody we knew was able to be like the ball boy at, at, for a twins game, right? Minnesota Twins game, professional baseball game. So he's He's his job is to be out in either right or left field and warm up the uh, you know the 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 left fielder right mm-hmm. so he'd go out and yeah. he'd be on the sidelines and the foul and, and he was to play catch with them until the until the inning was ready to start right. so he's all jacked you know he's and like, he can throw oh, the God. ball to the crowd when it's over yeah. so, he, so he's you know, a he big played, played you know Babe Ruth baseball or whatever where you're playing back then little league or whatever so he's he's all jacked because he's like you know I want to I want to press this guy right so first throw <laughs> first inning. You know. He chucks, whips it over the guy's head. <laughs> and the guy's like, it's all right, it's all right. You know, he probably had it down before. He goes and collects it, throws it back to him. Boom. He throws a second one over his head. He goes, you're done. <laughs> he stands there like, what? He like rolled the ball to him, turned to the center fielder, said, hey, bring me in. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Double B, you have a, you had a pretty good job growing up, right? In high school, college, Bethany uh, Beach, life coach? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that was the best job I ever had. Yeah. 97 bucks a week. Here I am 45, 50 years later, and it's still the best job I ever had, right? <laughs> Two, 235 an hour the first summer, 265 the other. So my, so my deal was... Um, I, I was a pool lifeguard right at a condominium complex and, and, and my fat folks had a place there. So, uh, you know, when I was old enough, it was time to be a, you know, be a working man. So I was the, the pool lifeguard. Um, and it was cool, man. You spent all day. First of all, you met a new group of people every week cause renters come and go. Right. And you're, I was you know, 16 or 17 years old and spending my whole summer at the beach, which was fantastic. Most of the time without my parents there. And I was living in a boarding house about three miles away with a bunch of adults, you know, 
guys who were in college and stuff like that, much older than I was. I had a 10 speed. They had like Camaros, right? <laughs> so I was, they, they would, they were all mostly rode with beach patrol guys and, or Bethany beach patrol guys. And they'd go to, you know, work in their hot rods and I'd go on my 10 speed. Well, after about a week of that, I decided, man, this is really uncool, right? I mean, this is, you know, pair of bird wells, you know, a t-shirt and a 10 speed. Um, so I, I decided just to start bird thumbing wells. it, thumbing it to work every day. Best so, uh, bathing yeah, suit yeah. ever. Yeah, they, they, they cost like $135. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. They yeah. still make them. They look yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, yeah they're, they're super thick. Like they take like a week and a half to dry. If you wear them the first day on vacation, they'll <laughs> well, we dry can have when in you the get dryer, out, right? But uh, yeah, that, so that summer was great. I mean, I was constantly meeting new people. <laughs> as they came into town and then you spent the rest of the day at the pool basically pay- playing backgammon right and chilling i mean it was awesome and it was so much fun and then uh um, obviously living on my own at the age of 16 i paid 25 dollars a week rent at a boarding house on garfield parkway in downtown bethany beach across from the putt putt and the beach pizza and you couldn't ask for anything else as a 16 year old so I- except a car so living on your own, like, did you prepare your own meals? No, that? dude, I ate pizza every single night. I literally, and I had a bunch of families in the condos that would have me over for dinner. I mean, I literally, I mean, it was great. I had like one pair of clothes, a pair of flip-flops, a bathing. I mean, that was it. That, it, was, it was fantastic. I mean, I lived with the bare minimum. And great, you know, just had a great time. Great job. So you, you can stop me if I've told this story, but my best job ever was, was a ski instructor at Sugar Mountain. Did I tell the story? No, no. So up in Boone. Yeah, up in Boone. I was going to going to college up in App, and and was a ski instructor at Sugar Mountain. And uh, my buddy was the director, or he's actually the assistant director of the ski schools. Well, on Saturdays, you know, we would get busloads of people from Florida coming up to the the, the slopes of Sugar Mountain. Right? I'm laughing already. <laughs> it's, it's it's quicker and easier for them to bus up from Florida than it is for them to fly out west. So. We would get busloads of these people, had this huge staging area. And my buddy Mike Dubrow, he, we'd, we'd get all these people, they're all lined up. I mean, literally like 150 people. And he would pick out and he'd find the best looking girls and he'd be like, you step forward. And then her boyfriend would be right next. He'd start to, and he'd go, no, 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 back up, back up. Back up. It's like, and, and he'd find yeah. the 10 best looking girls. He'd go, hey, Johnny, yeah. you're good, go. Yeah. And I'd be like, with me, ladies. Here we go. <laughs> With best job ever. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've had some pretty. I've had some bad ones too. The first job to you. I lived at the beach. The summer in between my junior and senior year in high school. Oh, see. which beach? Ocean those? City, Maryland. Oh, yeah. Oh, the and, beach. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> Danny. The ocean. Danny Ocean. Danny Ocean. Danny Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Sixteen years old. I turned seventeen in July. And I working at this Italian restaurant. I forget the name of it to save my life, but what street? Like seventeenth, sixteenth. It, Ooh, it was there like three years. Wow. Anyway, so they sold a crap ton of calamari. You ever cleaned a squid? Ooh, Ooh. no. Uh, well, don't <laughs> because <laughs> I know why it's bait. <laughs> Ooh, it's it was awful. It was. I mean, it, was, it just it was as awful. Like I mean, they would bring whole squids in. And you're you got to rip the How head. How big is a squid? Like what does it weigh? From no 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 from from big. if you stretch out the tentacles to the head, probably three feet. Oh yeah, they're huge. Right, that's not an octopus. 
Well, no. When, when does a squid become, become an octopus? Yeah, exactly. At what point does a baby squid become a full-grown octopus? I, I guess it depends on the Italian sauce you put uh, on it. <laughs> <laughs> but this was, this At what was, point does he become calamari? Yeah, right. <laughs> In the fryer? Exactly. So you got to separate the head, and, you, oh. and that's bait. That's garbage, and it's disgusting. Okay. It's absolutely disgusting. And then you got to cut the tentacles, and you got to cut the the, the the body of it into the little circle. Uh, just <laughs> We I mean, just had this discussion. This I do week not we ruin calamari. calamari for everybody, uh, but I still love it. I eat it. But <laughs> one of the guys at my table was talking about he'll only eat the rings. Yeah, he won't eat the little tentacle yeah, stuff. Tentacle. You won't yeah. eat. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. No, yeah, me either. I love it. But, oh, I think it's great. But do I know the really? backstory oh, of cleaning rings that shit. Only. Rings only. <laughs> what? Do you eat like octopus? Yeah. No. Have you ever had that? No. Oh, that's good. No. Grilled? Have you had that? Oh yeah, it's good. So good. I'll try anything. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, not yeah. me. Oh, yeah, not it's me. good. No, it's good. I've eaten a bunch of crow. Well, like, we were in Canada. It tastes like chicken. Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't try anything. Anything that tastes, <laughs> tastes like chicken, like alligator. I don't try. So, <laughs> okay. When we were in Canada, we went, We it's a it's a foodie town. And I'm not a foodie, right? Quebec City is. And we went to these, a couple of restaurants, but the one, and my son Zach will tell you, uh, it was like a Native American type theme type restaurant. And he had like elk and... It was awesome. I yeah. mean, it was like oh, yeah. really, really, Fez, it was really good. I yeah. Mean, we had some love it. Good stuff. Just, I've eaten a lot I of crazy. Your picks were awesome. That. That, that, that was a great trip. You guys had a blast. For anybody right? who wants to go to Canada, eh? It yeah. was awesome. I, you know, and I was, I was you were dog I was, sledding. Wait, yeah. Where, where I mean, were the picks? Where were the picks? Uh, on my wife's Instagram page. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> social media page. But I was thinking, like, coming home, oh, okay. I was like, you know. It's like a like, computer thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I was thinking if anybody ever wanted to invade. Like the United States, like go through Canada because they'd be like, "Oh yeah, invading the United States." Oh, come on through, eh? Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a cup of coffee on the way in. You know, they're they're so nice. The Canadians are extremely nice. Oh yeah. So now, shout out to the our neighbors of the Great White North. Now, do you need a passport to go to Canada? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, foreign yeah. country technically. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, well, one time you didn't. I well, went down to Canada. Well, that was called that was called before nine eleven. Yeah. Correct. Well, <laughs> coming back, we're in the we we get to the airport. We're flying from Montreal to Charlotte, and the guy says at, at the ticket, we're checking bags. He's like, "I need to see your COVID card." I said, "What?" Yeah. I said, "I haven't seen a COVID card in two years." Hmm. He goes, "Oh no, we need your COVID card, your vaccination card." Yeah. I'm like, "Why?" And I was like, "They were big on that." And, and thank, well, it was it was I don't I, I don't know the rules, I don't know the laws, I don't know who's doing what. And thankfully, I had a picture of it on my phone. The guy goes, hey, that's okay. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, I could just fly to Tijuana and walk across. <laughs> yeah. right. But you're but you're giving me, I mean, it was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I went right after 9-11 to Canada, and, and my buddy, his brother, lived in, in Seattle. And I said, do I need my passport? And again, it's just right after 9-11. He goes, no, 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 you don't need your passport. Just your driver's license. Right. Yeah. So we get to the border. We're going to go up to Western Canada, go skiing. We get to the border, you know, Canadian border patrol. Oh, welcome to Canada. Hey, come on in. Come on in. We're in Canada for three days. We come back to get back to the U.S. Need, guy goes, where's your passport? passport. <laughs> and I go, well, I didn't need it coming in. He goes, I said, but I got my driver's license. He goes, I'm so glad you could drive. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm like, Shit. <laughs> And, and, he go, and he st they started just reading me the riot act, how they were going to take us. And It know. sounds like something out of Hogan's Heroes, doesn't yeah. it? Like you step across the gate, the gate goes down, you turn around and come back, and they're like, oh, uh, yeah. literally the Where's Canadian your papers? Gotcha. <laughs> Show us your papers. It, it was the last well, place on earth I would think they would ask for my vaccine card. Yeah. But, yeah. hey, I know we got oh, a couple oh, segments. We got, we got one, one thing. Ahead. A squid and an octopus. Octopus has eight 
legs. Squid's got six, ten, twelve, ten. Oh, ten. Yeah. Squid's got a triangular head. Octopus has a round head. All right. It's but they different. taste the same, and that's important. Well, that's, uh, they come this from is our the crack same research place. department. Wouldn't know that. <laughs> Wouldn't know that because I've never had octopus. But. <laughs> as I Thank stated earlier, that. we're here to we're inform here to and educate. Absolutely. Use that information as you will. Yeah. But back to, um, we've not forgot about your yes. calendar, Mike. Oh. Sponsored by the world's worst sponsors ever. They're best at being the worst. Corey and Cameron, today in history with calendar Mike. <laughs> what do you got for us, big guy? Well, we already hit on one of them. You know, today is National Employee Appreciation Day. And to be honest, we actually celebrated at work and I didn't attend because I work from home. <laughs> but I don't know. Did anybody else? I got, I got an email from my no. boss. No. <laughs> today was National Employee Appreciation Day and we did celebrate. I have no idea what happened because I didn't go in. So anyway, today is also, and this is for you uh, Baltimore people, today is National Anthem Day. Francis Scott Key. Yes, but it's because t- t- on this date, the national anthem was adopted as our national anthem. The oh. Star-Spangled Banner was adopted as our that? national anthem. On this date, in, in 1931. What? It took them that long? It took them that long to make it the national anthem. Wait, 1931? 100 years after it was written. Or, Best or, Super Bowl national anthem was, was this year. 1812, right? It was the War of 1812. Oh, so it's over 100 years. Uh, oh, I, I thought it was 1831. I'm sorry. 1931. Sorry. 1931, okay. before yeah. it became our national right. anthem. Got it. Yeah, okay. so... Uh, Wait, hold on a second. So who made it, like, the national anthem? Woody Wilson? Who? Jenna Fillmore? Newman. Herbert, Jenna Herbert Newman. Hoover. <laughs> Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover, yeah. <laughs> Jenna Newman. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> For you Charlotte Catholic grads, shout out to Jenna Newman. <laughs> Oh, so uh, I haven't heard anybody do this but today, but uh, today is talking the third person day. Oh, oh. Uh, I, I did it on my on well, the text. You just did it. You did. Huck did it. <laughs> I said I, I did not know that, Huck, but here I'm, I'm here by myself. We're recording at my house tonight because my wife's in San Antonio on the way to the rodeo tonight. Nice. Oh wow! Yeah. Hopefully nice. she, she doesn't come home. A, a, I, I love a, a like it's bunny. the rodeo. Like it's the only one going on in tonight. You know, like it's I'm going to the rodeo. Which rodeo? The rodeo. <laughs> I'm going to the game. Which game? Right? Because <laughs> yeah. like, there's rodeos like in little towns all over America. I love it. They're going to the rodeo. But, but I sent a note to you guys. I said, when you get here, come on in. The only home is the huckster. Yeah. There you, you go. Did. You the did. third so, person. Yeah. Talking in, today is talking the third he's, person. He's day, earned so. it. I he's like that. It. All right. I'm going to get out of here and go buy a lottery ticket. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> now, this next one, Huck and John are celebrating, and they probably don't even know it. Which, by the way, they have some National Best Looking Guys Day? No, no, that was yesterday. You guys missed it. Today is Dressin' Blue Day also. Look at, Look at that. Look I, at that. I did know that one. You today. did know that? I did know that. Why is that? It's something else. There's, I don't know. There's National Good Looking Guys Day. <laughs> there's something else about what, what is, oh, shoot. I can't remember what I did two hours ago. There's something about wearing blue today. Really? Where, where's our crack research department? Here it's he is. Friday at five. <laughs> They're gone. You forgot to you forgot to recognize Intern. them on the Employee Appreciation Day. They were, yes. pissed. They were pissed when I asked them about the squid and the octopus. Yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't get any appreciation, so they left early. <laughs> Corey and Cameron would be our research department. They suck so bad. They're not. They're out. They're out. They're terrible. They're the best of being. They're terrible. nowhere to be seen. There's no good beer. I mean, come on. Oh, it's colon cancer God. awareness. That's it. It's colorectal cancer. Cancer awareness today. You wear blue. Thank you. 
Thank you. Right. I, got, I got that guy. I got the last guy. Was that Corey or Cameron? I, I don't know, but I just grabbed him by the freaking pants and pulled him in. <laughs> grabbed him by the colorectal. <laughs> Yowza. <laughs> so thank you for two of you for celebrating today, wearing the blue. Uh, this one, I well, something else I want to point out in history. Did you know up until 1937, tomorrow would have been inauguration day? Do you know presidents were inaugurated on March 4th until 1937? Interesting. Why oh. that? That's when George Washington was inaugurated. So it continued on that tr tradition until 1937. Now, why it got they, changed to January 20th? Maybe the train service got better so they could get to D.C. faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know where they used to be inaugurated? Not in D.C., but... Richmond, Virginia. Anybody? I have no idea. Philly. New York City used to be an inauguration site. That makes sense. Yeah, so... But anyway, did you just say that Who makes knew? sense? Why the hell does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, make sense at all. Center of the universe. <laughs> center of the universe. Times Square. Times yeah. says Times Square. Yeah. So, now here's one I don't know. So March first through seventh, the first week of March is British Pie Week. And that, has anybody ever had hmm. a British pie? Uh, well, I would say that one's the Who Cares Award of the Day. But, yeah, okay. Uh, I just didn't know if anybody's ever <laughs> had a British I'm just, pie. I'm just wondering: is British pie something you eat? <laughs> oh, 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 what? Yeah, baby. As opposed okay. to, here's a fork a, in the road. I'm not going down that's that lane. My pie. <laughs> they got a lot of names for different things that we might not know. I'm just wondering: is it something true. you eat? Like smoking a fag? <laughs> yeah, just saying. Hey, I went. I went. I went to uh, to to London back when I was in college, and uh, took time went, out from taking the Florida people went, down the went to slope. stay with. Uh, a friend of the family's, friend of my parents, and uh, the guy, in order to kind of give me a hard time, he said, he said, yeah, the last time uh, your folks were, were visiting, I knocked your mom up. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and he said... <laughs> you mean my brother's not my brother? Did you turn to him and go, Dad? Dad? <laughs> <laughs> so in, in England, knocking up is waking somebody up. You knock on the door, you knock them up. Oh my god! Oh, oh really? my goodness! That's awesome! Isn't that awesome! Yeah, I knocked your mom up. Smoking, <laughs> smoking a fag. I was smoking a fag while knocking your mom up. <laughs> Bloody hell! I gotta go. Bloody I gotta hell. get back to London. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, for all of our listeners, again, we're here to educate. <laughs> British pies are meat pies. There you go. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. So like a piece of hamburger and a pie. Yes. Like Steak, a Swanson's. Mints. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not talking uh, uh, French apple. Cornish ham. We're not talking French Cornish apple. ham. From, from Heinz grocery oh, yeah, store. No, yeah, no. Rhubarb. We're not getting like rhubarb. We're not getting the custard like tasty cakes. Man. <laughs> yeah. Eclairs. Oh. So they put meat in a pie That's for it. some reason. That's it. It's like a pot pie probably, right? It's just no, 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 no. Oh, no? I think oh. I think it's more than that. Well, it could be. You think it's, it's more than that. I think, what could be well, more than a pot pie? I, I, I don't think they put meat. veggies in there. You, know? you don't think yeah, they put like peas and stuff in there? And, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Probably. All right. I like it. British food. Meat man. pie. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we do have to notice in history, Alexander Graham Bell was born on this date. The original inventor of the cell phone. What? Stop it. Yeah. I mean, his phone became the cell phone, right? So I think of him as the original inventor of the cell phone. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Brett. <laughs> Come yeah, on. Yeah. That's a reach. I don't know. Audio. 
That's one of those ones where they go to commercial and Jeopardy, they come back. They said, our producers have said they'll accept that answer. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, what happened? How did he get that? I'm not sure they would hold up in a court of law, but you, know. <laughs> you remember the, you, you, remember, you remember your first cell phone, the bag phones? I did not have a bag phone. I, I had a flip I, phone was my first one. I had the bag phone, you know, the big old oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It got the, yeah. the little spirally cord. Yeah. I can remember pulling up to a stoplight, looking over at some girl and then a car oh, yeah. next door to me, next to me. Nobody's on the phone. I'm like, you oh, absolutely. <laughs> mine was mine was hands-free, which is so cool. Because once you went to a hands-free phone, right? So I had mine. It was in my car, mounted. And it was hands-free. And I remember the first call. Big but, time. But the cool thing about a hands-free phone, if you think about it, is now that you've got a hands-free phone, you can have your windows up, you can be singing to a song on a radio or whatever, however you listen to your music, just belting out a tune. And nobody looks at you funny because they figure you're just having a conversation on the phone, right? So it's like, you're looking at me? I'm on a conversation. Can't you tell I'm on a conversation? Instead, you're just singing your favorite song, right? All of a sudden, you can start, you know, moving your lips in your car without people going, I said, look at that dude over there singing to himself, you know? (laughs) Don't you figure you use your cell phone for phone calls the least? Think about all the things you use your cell phone for. The least thing you use it for is probably phone calls. You probably uh, you mean text, of course, as opposed to texting and emailing. Texting, and yeah. using it as a computer, looking things yeah. calculator. I use it as a calculator during the day. Yeah. You probably use it as a phone, the least of all the functions that it I has. I think you're probably right. Yeah. That's a lot of good shit. Does use anybody it for still navigation go- all the time. All right, this is an old crowd. Anybody still have a landline? Yeah. No. no. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. Well, don't ask me why. Negative. Negative. Yeah, no. Yeah. You do have a landline, though. Yeah. Don't What's a landline that? cost these days? <laughs> like seven. Well, they keep lowering the price, so it's not worth getting rid of. Right? Well, <clears throat> it yeah. was like $30 a month. And, God, we well, now to- they say that if you leave it on there, your overall plan is less expensive. Right. Which they is tried why, that shit on right. us They just years. keep lowering it. And then, then they'll say, if you try to take it away, they'll say, how about we give you faster internet? And you're like, well, that sounds good. So recently, by the way, in the last month or so, Spectrum here gave me faster internet. I already had the like super premium. They basically gave me the like the 750 mega, I mean, super fast internet, right? And they sent a letter and said, this is what we're doing. It's not going to cost you anything else. I was like, that is fantastic, right? I mean, and I did. I checked Does it. it. I was getting... Oh yeah, I was getting. I'm, I'm getting. I have super fast. Internet. Okay. I mean, it's it does work, right? That to me sounds like <clears throat> total bullshit. It's not because I te- yeah I'll they added like it. ten more hamsters to the wheel. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. literally <laughs> went from like four hundred meg to like five or six hundred, and right. I'm getting like close to six hundred meg, and it's 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 pretty good. So I was like, God, ah, that's great. And I thought, just wait, just wait. So like a month later, right? Boom, like a fourteen percent increase. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Not, you I haven't added anything. I'm paying like almost 300 bucks a month. Now, I've got whoa, 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 cable whoa. TV and everything on there, well, too. How much was the internet, though? All, oh, my know. internet's like 100 bucks. I pay 75 and I got fiber from AT&T, one meg. Yeah, well, when you try to... I mean, Locked I'm, in for life, baby. Well, that's not bad, but I got cable TV. I've got boxes. I got all the... I got to have the Hallmark channels so Kip has something to watch, man. I'm like, I'm totally in their box. They got me by the... Right now. But they just ra- they raised it's two hundred and ninety four dollars a month. That was Ooh. like two thirty something like a, two years ago. Man, you paid. A, I only paid one sixty. Well, I got a bunch of TVs. I got DVR. I got all this bullshit got, that I don't I need. That, I got that with Direct TV. I pay like one seventy. Yeah, no, I'm not doing. I got. I got no, I'm not doing any Direct TV. I'm Double B. Let me ask you a question though. So you got a landline? Yeah. All right. The over under on you answering that a Zero. month. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> I was gonna I'm say sorry. I was gonna say two and a half. Take the under. Under. Am I right? <laughs> under. Because the only person who uses it is my mother-in-law. 
and you see her how many times a year? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her twice already this year. Okay. So I can tell you if it rings, it's either my mother-in-law or obviously it's a robocall. So I've turned off all the ringers in the house and I just haven't gotten around to getting rid of it. But the other thing is, <clears throat> anyway, I, I, I'll get by if the you next were to podcast. Look at your bill today, though, what does it cost? Seven seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Seven ninety nine a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's almost worth getting rid of the cell phone for. Gee, seven ninety nine. Uh, it's you know, you, you want to say, hey, Beck, you know, we got a cell phone. You can call it. We get reception at the house. But anyway, I will get rid of my landline soon. <laughs> soon. You got to be one of the last holdouts. If you get a landline, do you still mm. get a phone book? <laughs> no you, know, you don't get a phone book no, phone books were awesome man i mean phone books were i just love phone books with the calendar in the back <laughs> the, the yellow best pages part yeah well coupons are in there huh yeah that's right <laughs> no it's a good point guys all right so i'm the only guy with a landline you are calendar mike you got moving, anything moving else? right along oh, right. <laughs> uh, no so again happy birthday to alexander graham bell who go. would be about 169 today if so alive. we are going to introduce a new segment podcast uh, well, what chaps your ass is always on. We, could, oh, we talked about this earlier. That's anytime. That's, all, that's but, open. But I'm going to give the Pope a little little, little cred here. It's What do <laughs> we name it? Pope's Review of Unrecognized Musicians. Unrecognized Musicians? People we've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a lot of them. Give us a genre. Give us what they play. Okay, so here's one. Tyler right. Childers. You ever heard of Tyler Childers? Hell now, yeah, man. Hence the segment. Well, I know John <laughs> has. I know Feathered, John has. Feathered Little Indians. <laughs> Yep, never heard of him. Okay, well he's coming. He's coming to town, and he's, awesome. uh, he's coming to town in August at the, oh, at really? the amphitheater uptown here in Charlotte for all your listeners. Yeah, but he has an album out called "Can I Take My Hounds to Heaven." All right. Now, what genre is this? Uh, he's got kind of alternative. He's like an alt country. Alt country. He's got some country, yeah. but like he might not it's play edgy. some country. He might do some rock and roll. You know, he might do some acoustic stuff. Right, but I'd say. You know, he's an alt country, wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. So, so he John, has an where do you rate him in relation to the Blue Dogs? Better, worse, oh, even? Nobody touches the Blue Dogs. I didn't think yeah. so. I was just checking. <laughs> Tyler's kind of big time. So he's yeah. Well, well he's he's still you know people really don't know who he is, right? But he he had a, he put an album out where he's got eight songs, right? And he put out three discs of those eight songs, and each disc is a different way of playing those three songs. So oh, the first, really? The first it's album, the eight songs are straight, his straight country, alt country, rock and roll. The second one is he puts in, he has it's called uh, one of them's called like the uh, prayerful or the, the hallelujah, the joyful edition, the the hallelujah edition, and the uh, beautiful noise edition. And what he does is he enhances the songs the next time. With his band, he puts like horns in there and some some other instruments. And then the other one, man, he does a lot of like studio stuff. And I'm telling you, it's awesome to hear the songs. I mean, one of the songs is like my old country church, which is like an old Hank Williams song. Yeah. Hank Williams Senior. Oh, you're going way back with Senior. Yeah, well, he's Love the only one that matters because the one in the you middle. Don't, you don't like Junior? Oh, come on. Unless I want to get bombed to listen to crappy music. Come on. <laughs> Oh, well, what's jump, wrong jump, with getting bombed? Jump right to the third. Right? <laughs> go, go from senior to the third. Don't worry about junior. He's he freaking blows. <laughs> Is he the one who's saying all my rowdy friends have settled yeah, down? Yeah, yeah. yeah I like Monday that night song. Bunny had the Monday night football song and all that. So. Yeah. But but he uh, but I'm telling you, man, it's good. It's good. That's pretty cool. I like the I like the progression. You of got that. you see how yeah. it progression. So yeah. So now now another album I want to tell you is is not so obscure. Okay. Is my man. 
Bob Dylan. Yeah. Okay. He just put. <laughs> Is out, he still live? Oh, yeah. He's still touring. <laughs> and still and still touring, unlike Billy Joel, who came through and charged. I've pointed this out before, down. but I'm going to point it out again. And Bob Dylan's first public concert was the day I was born. There you go. And he's still. That's touring. how old he is, by the way. And he's still touring. <laughs> But he put an album out. He he put this bootleg series out of all the recordings for the uh, uh, the um, album. Um, God, uh, can't remember the album. Time out of mind, right? Back yeah. in nineteen ninety seven. Look at it, Hawk. If you say so, fucking sure. idea. <laughs> but the, but the, you can tell us anything you want about but what's Bob so Dylan. interesting we'll about it is that you you see the progression of the songs. He starts from like demo tapes, and as the band gets the rhythm, in, he he shows all, all the song progressions up until the final song that made the album which is amazing because you can see the collaboration and all the stuff it's just interesting if you're into music and how how musicians create it's just it's just wonderful to listen to it's about you know it's got three hours worth of music but they'll have like six editions of each song and show us how it goes from like an acoustic version to a full-blown which right. which by the hey, way is one of my favorite <clears throat> ways to listen to a song especially a song that you might have heard iconically as as a you know yeah. as a kid like a, an acdc song or something is to hear somebody play it acoustically maybe even yeah. the original artist played acoustically yeah today it is awesome yeah. awesome i'll agree with that I, I got a bob dylan I, I wrote this down just for you from property of jesus okay <laughs> this line this is this is the pope's line so this is from shot of love shot but of you've love. picked so up religious times but you've picked up quite a story and you've changed since the womb. What happened to the real you? You've been captured, but by whom? That's right, baby. <laughs> is that Bob, man? Is that Bob? These guys are gonna have to get a room. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Get a room. I, that I said, "Oh, right. I got." That I was our first segment. I'm speechless. Pope. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I gotta ask Cock on uh, so Bob I'm, Dylan's age, 82. Over under. Over. 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 Under. Yeah. Oh, he's 81, isn't he? I don't know. I threw a shot at 82. Bob's mom was friends with my grandmother. Really? He's yeah. from Minnesota. Duluth. Yeah. Yeah. Duluth. Yeah. Duluth, originally. Yep. And then sure was. All right. Well, you heard it here but, first. But you know that quote? I'm going to tell you what that is. I'll throw it a sec. Yeah. That quote? Polysimus. What does that mean? It means many layers. Oh. Ooh. Many layers. It's got, it's like got the literal layer. It's got the symbolic level layer. It's got philosophy layer. Was that a good the one? Epidermis. The epidermis. Polysimus. That's very polysimus. <laughs> Right okay. on, folks. I love it. Now, bringing up obscure artists, before you were singing Ina Gata DeVita, who was the artist on that? Oh, God, that's a good oh, question. Iron Butterfly. Oh, there's Iron Obs Maiden. Come, Iron, Iron Maiden. Maiden. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. No, Iron Butterfly. Butterfly. Butterfly, yeah. 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 Butterfly, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I couldn't name another song by him, but that one doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the one that disc jockeys would play when they had to take a whiz. <laughs> <All> 27 <laughs> so, minutes. Exactly. <laughs> that American Pie. You heard it here first in the Pope. All right, so we're going to change Childers. gears. Go get Tyler Childers. <laughs> Tyler Childers is good. I can't do I this can, anymore. I listen to him a lot. <laughs> Round the horn with chaps your ass. Oh, wow. Come back to me. I got to JK? Airplanes. <laughs> people on airplanes. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, I mean, you guys know the drill. I mean, people oh, stand up. Terrible. And, and you're trying to get your bag down, and the guy behind you blows by from behind you. <laughs> uh, trying to get off the plane. I'm like, no seriously? Etiquette. Like, yeah, no etiquette. Zero. Pisses me off. He's got a connection. Wait your turn. Catch a connection. That's well, then, you know what? Tell me you need to catch a connection and say, would you really mind? Excuse me. Show me your phone that it's boarding in zero minutes and I'll let you go. <laughs> but other than that, no. Pisses me off. Double B. Anything what do you got? General health care provider surveys and questionnaires. 
Yeah, like who's paying you to do that? I got a call today. <laughs> um, no lie, I got a call today, right? So I had my physical this week and I had another follow-up exam. and I had So I've been answering questionnaires with the same questions all week, right? Same answers, just different <laughs> questions. I'm getting to the point now where I'm just hitting decline, right, on everything. Like whether or not I wear a seatbelt all the time, okay, or... or um, is this like before you go into go see the doctor? Before then, then, no, then I get follow up survey. Yeah, so right. today yeah. I got a follow up survey from the neck surgery that I had in 2016. Ooh. Okay, they called me today, middle of the day, and asked me t- ten or fifteen questions that you, you can't really answer. Like, do you still have pain? I'm 61 years old. Yeah, I got pain. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how much is your pain? What day is it? Right? <laughs> it's either zero. It could be a ten. And and we go through this. I'm like, and they're like, thank you very much for your time. I was like, any time. I'm like, what are we doing here? I mean, it's been seven years since I had neck surgery, and they're asking me for the first time. They've called me to ask how to go. <laughs> right? I'm still they alive. Should ask, give it a thumbs they up. should ask how much is this survey raising your pain <laughs> exactly. level? Exactly. <laughs> it's Stress just the level. whole idea that they're constantly collecting information. Okay. Right. That's what it's all to about. plug into a database or yep. a study. Okay. And you're and it's your time and it's your information and you just want to say enough. I'm, yep, I'm done exactly. answering questions. So so yeah, the whole that 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 whole process. Uh, is um, yeah, this week that's chat my ass. Now I've been involved in it, and they won't chat my ass next week. Something else will take it its place. But yeah, thank you for asking. I like it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Calendar Mike? Well, my answer is always the same traffic. Traffic. I hate cars. <laughs> that's why you'll catch me on a bike before you'll catch me in a car. I do not like the automobile. I know it's a, a, a an American invention. icon in culture, but <laughs> I hate it. And I will be on a bike before I'll get in a car if possible. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to, well, what I call a chubby camp. Because I got to lose some weight. I'm working out now, right? Oh, are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, he is. Can't you tell? Huh? Yes, of course he's working out. You don't say, "Are you?" You go, "Yeah, look, look good, huh? <laughs> looking good." As looking I'm sitting good. here knocking down four beers on this podcast, right? Crushing beer, <laughs> empty beer cans is just working out. Home. Come on. Well, uh, well, chubby camp, husky camp, whatever you want to call where, it. Where are you going? Where are you going? You got a club membership? Arch Theory here in Charlotte, which I good like. For you. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, so I pull up, you know, in the, in the parking lot's a plaza, you know, like a grocery store and yeah it's like a lululemon exhibition it's like a yep there, market. Near, yep wow. there where the mcdonald's is. Yeah. yeah he's over by me quail corners yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, well I'm, I'm i don't know next time i go to salsaritas well, to get a burrito i'll wave to you are you one of those guys who drives around the parking lot trying to find the closest parking spot <laughs> no. so you don't have to walk far but i will say one of the unexpected advantages is there's a lot of women that wear yoga pants in there so you think all right right. and i know my wife doesn't listen to this podcast you know what whatever yeah we can say whatever (laughs) because they don't listen yeah but what chaps my ass is so the parking lot gets filled and there's like the you know like the old folks home like thursday afternoon grocery store like shopping day or whatever this Harris Teeter, 5% off on Thursdays. I wow. take advantage. Well, this SOB parks the van, like the, looks like an airport shuttle van, right? Caddy corner in six spaces. Like, dude, take up four. Yeah. Not six. <laughs> like, are you that lazy? You're like, you just got to, like, kind of swing it in like that. You know, and he's like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> like, Wheels cut all the yeah. way. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. But, but there's it's a crowded park. I'm like, I should have taken a picture of it and put it on our website, but I didn't. But I was like, I'm, uh, that, that kind of chopped my ass. You know? so, no, and, I, then, and then I went into work out. And I'm like, huh, well, I haven't seen the result too bad. Yeah. <laughs> now, back to mine. Here you are, what, less than a mile from Orange Theory? Do you ride your bike? Walk? No, that'd be dumb. I drive. 
<laughs> Why a, not start the workout 20 it, minutes earlier by rocking? He's, got, he's rock? got other shit to do it's back a, here. It's, it's a time constraint. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yes. come on. That's I, my story, and I'm sticking to it. I, I rode my bikes in the last year or so with 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 uh, Calendar Mike, and and we got caught in a torrential rainstorm. We did, absolutely Frog torrential. Joker. It went from bad bad to worse, and I was like, God, we could if we just driven, we would have been just fine. But instead, I mean, I thought I lost you at one point when that <laughs> delivery truck went down the early and road, threw up a big splash, threw up and a I was sp- gone. I, I literally like five six inches of water, and I I lost Mike. He was like thirty yards ahead of me, and I couldn't even see him. <laughs> Through the deluge, Jeez. it was unbelievable. Right, so, so you want my, want my? I, I figure out what my. Uh, Back to you, Pope. Yeah, right, what is ready? it? <laughs> Coming fresh off the cruise, okay. You know, you go on a cruise and everything's paid for, right? Yeah, you know, you don't really you have a card, and you pretty much everything is. You gain weight. It's all inclusive. It's yeah, not. Inclusive. It's not freed. It's paid so, for. So, no additional cost. So besides the fine dining where you sit down, right? They have a cafeteria that's open. God help us with people. <laughs> Where there's free food, yeah. where you can just walk up and get it. I mean, I I, the, I, the, the, I called the place the Lord of the Flies Cafe because <laughs> there was zero humanity. In there. I and I'm it. talking like, I don't care what the age or the gender, okay? Or well, people, on a, on people a cruise, were knocking, you probably guess. <laughs> people were knocking you down to get to the hot dogs. Isn't it like open 24 hours a day? Uh, pretty much. Nothing like so a hot dog that's to go get the hot all day. Dog, right? I don't know. That's like being on an airplane. There's no humanity left. There's no, there's no, no. Nobody has any manners anymore. No, there's no courtesy. None. No courtesy, they no don't. manners. No. Nope. Well, it's all agreed. Gone. Except in Canada. If you invade, they, hey, come on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right across the border, eh? <laughs> they may say it in French, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say it nice, though. Yeah. I, kept, I kept telling my, uh, the people we're with, I kept saying, I'm waiting for somebody to come and smash Piggy's skull in, like in the Law, Law, Lord of the Fries. I'm waiting for somebody <laughs> to come with like a quiche and smash it in somebody's head or something. <laughs> I was just like, it's insane. And then oh, trying really. to find a seat, right? Then you get your food, and then you're like trying to find a seat. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like uh, what, do you, what do you call the Musical chairs? Yeah, it's like musical yeah. chairs. People are just like, you see a thing, you're walking at it, and somebody just comes sliding right in and bangs off, bangs your side and takes the chair. It's like, what the hell is going on here? Now, did you do the captain's dinner? Well, I mean, we went to dinner every night, but we just had a reserved table. Does that mean you got to wear a coat and tie and all nah, that? Nah, There's only one night you do that, but it's eh, a captain's most dinner, people do. Right? Don't wear it. Yeah, but most people don't. Oh, what is that, awards night? Nah, it's oh. not, not people, most people don't. Some people <laughs> Who like was the captain up? on the love boat? Captain Stooping. Stooping. Yeah, Gavin, Gavin McLeod, right? Yeah, Meryl Gavin. Stubing. Murray. Murray. Mary Tyler Moore. That's yeah, right. yeah. Same well, guy. Mar- yeah, they, yeah, I did yeah, a tilt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reminds me of last night, my little imitation. He does a great imitation of Georgette, by the way. Oh, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> One of the player's parents' mother's name is Georgette. And I immediately, on the roster, I'm looking at the roster for the first game, looking at the roster, I was like, oh, Ted. There's <laughs> not, not many people that name at this point. Double B's a exactly. Man of many talents, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are in a ditch. We got to close up shop. Yep. Oh, By the way, I just want to go on a record. Isaac, best bartender ever. Oh, well, yeah. he's the only like one. <laughs> Whole goddamn boat. He's the only bartender. In the whole thing. That or the guy from The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> JK, what do you got? Take us home, man, please. Well, 3BI. <laughs> which is short for three beers in <laughs> is produced by our very own huckster so we thank you for that do you get paid for that by the way i'm drinking a lot of beer <laughs> <laughs> he's easy to please be sure to listen rate review and recommend three beers in to your friends family 
And even the people you sit next to on the plane. I tried that the other day. <laughs> and thanks again to Corey and Cameron. You're completely worthless for nothing because I have no beer from you once again. But thank you. Great shout out for you. So from all of us from here at Channel 4 News, stay classy. Charlotte, San Diego, wherever you are. Tap room, out. You've been listening to Three Beers In. Like what you heard? Subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever questionable podcasts can be found. For Three Beers In, this is your bartender. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.